Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. You like that? Don't stop believing. It's it's uh it's amazing. I can't think Thank of you. a better soundtrack to uh to our lives. To kick it off, to kick off this epic meme wars, which obviously, I mean, we've got some memes which are probably going to tie into the topic of the show today, which is Trump's mugshot. Um, the fact that he has now been formally, he's formally surrendered. Yeah. The yeah. mugshot heard around the internet is now officially out there, and uh, it's it's something to behold, man. It's it didn't disappoint. You, I'll say that much. Do you have it? Handy to pull up. I'm sure we can find it quickly. But let's let's pull yeah, it up as we're as right. we're talking about it. Yeah, um, I'll because I mean, right I think I think the and this is not surprising at all. But in all things Trump, I mean, he had a plan going into it, and he walked into that mugshot with a plan on how he wanted to look. Because it's all about the Trump brand. It's all about you know portraying this image of. Um, you know, of toughness and uh you know the the guy who was uh who's a fighter um or whatever so of course immediately <laughs> after this and brian just pulled it up if, if you're watching here on youtube or rumble you can see it <laughs> it's <so> and <laughs> it's it's amazing um and honestly he could not have paid for a better advertisement for his campaign, yeah. I don't think, than this mugshot. His mugshot is better than any of the stupid-ass trading cards that he put out. It, it's instantly the best. It's instantly number one. <laughs> like, this trumps them all. It's so good. It, it's his just, hair even looks good in it. It's like it, his hair even looks uh, it looks nice and quaffed. It, it looks like a campaign poster. And he has the, the chin forward, so, you know, there's no double chinage or nope. anything. The jawline's looking cut. Yeah, He's got um, the, the down angle, which is smart. He's got his selfie game on point. He's got his how eyebrows. Did he, know, like, he probably only got one chance, right? I mean, you don't get like two chances at a mugshot. They don't show you a mugshot and say, do you want to do another one, right? You're talking about the master in Master and Apprentice, John. You're talking about a media master here. Of course he knows how to do this. Well, I'll just share my first meme here. Since we've got Trump's mugshot up, I will now share my first meme because it goes perfectly within it. And that is <laughs> the, uh, I think, a, an absolutely appropriate juxtaposition between the two. Let me see. I don't think I can pull up multiple screens at once. Can I? Multiple no. screens sharing I, at the I, same I, time? I wanted, yeah, I wanted to try to share multiple images at once, and I don't think we can do that. You're going to break the internet. How how can you share multiple screens? God damn it's it. It's not even... We should look at it. I'm telling you, we should look at an ECAM. I think it's a better system for well, us. Okay, there yeah, you go. a couple other ones. <laughs> <laughs> look, am I far off? And that Donald Trump's mugshot looks exactly like... Gary Cohen going, what you talk about, Willis? <laughs> it's the exact same face. What if Trump showed up to his mugshot in blackface? Would that have uh, would that have been Dynamite. inappropriate? Media genius. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been like, another black American is persecuted, uh, like many other black Americans, for crimes that uh, are ignored for other, other people. Uh, too funny, man. What you talk about? Fucking hilarious. I I did see a uh, a video on Instagram going around of the Trump caravan on the way to uh, getting that mugshot going through uh, inner city Atlanta. And uh, the crowds there were loving the Trump. 
you know, everybody was cheering him on. So I I think this is actually going to help him. (laughs) Honestly, I think it'll help him with, with that, you know, type of, uh, you know, voter. Uh, Dude, I think so too. I think it's going to help him with a lot more than people think. Like I, I have said this before. I don't understand the strategy for the Democrats other than trying to lock him in as the candidate. Um, Mm -hmm. They seem, I mean, they, they're still attacking DeSantis in the dumbest ways. So is Trump. But I mean, everything they've done is turning public opinion more on his side because many of these things just look ridiculous. The timing of them is obviously very suspect. And especially now you hear the, the DA in Georgia or the attorney general in Georgia wants to set the trial date to start a month before the election. At least I like think I read that right. Ha- it, it's it's supposed to yeah it's it's supposed to be like going on like right on. right during the election look. yeah like right twenty twenty four like summer twenty twenty four I think is when when they're talking about hold on Georgia DA Trump trial start I maybe it's maybe it's a month October twenty three Google searches he says them out loud as he types each word like he's a seventy five year old boomer it's uh yeah, it's effective. Exactly. Well, I, I want people to know what's happening here. This is so crazy. Yeah. And the judge approved it. A Georgia judge signed off on the start for October 23rd. Uh, it's literally a month. Like, I mean, less than, I mean, what is it, two weeks before the election? They're going to start this trial? Hey, the, the timing of this is bonkers. It's going to make it's going to make people vote for Trump. Hundred percent. Anybody so, that was going to stay home is now going to turn out in droves to vote for him, even if there's a criminal proceeding going on. So, so that and that's not this October. You're, you're sure that's next October? Uh, that's, that's what a I was long to... time to wait. Maybe I. I don't know, let me see. Let me look it up again. I I saw it. It said 2024. I will look it up one more time. Why don't you look it up? How about that? Okay. You well, look you it know up. What? I, I I really I really don't care. Um, the the whole thing's going to be a shit show. The next year, you know, we're in for. I mean, I, I can't see how Joe Biden can be on the Democratic ballot. I can't see that happening. The man can hardly walk. If you've seen recent footage from him in Hawaii, the guy is oh, waddling God. like it's like he's in an old folks home. Like, it's, how, how did you like his stories about his? How did you like him comparing himself to the the poor people of Hawaii and their children that were burned alive hugging dogs? Um, you mean his Corvette that almost burned? Almost remember, didn't actually burn. Almost burned. You mean you mean this one right here? <laughs> oh, that's the stuff. There you go. Let's hear it. D- unmute it. Thank you. Very difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Pure fiction. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little <laughs> lake. The animation's going on. It's uh, funny. On. <laughs> And hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating duct, the air conditioning duct. Make a long story short, I almost lost my wife. It's false. No way. <laughs> Not this time. My 67 Corvette <laughs> and my cat. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, good job being libertarian, by the way. That's you, we that's have you a little sense, together. Jill yeah. and I, what it's like to lose a home. Pure fiction. Years no, ago, that's uh, that's that's being libertarian right there, and it's it's worth it's worth uh, you know, watching the video to see and seeing the animation there, the lightning yeah. coming down, striking the home. It's uh, so 
I mean, I mean the, the guy, do you think like before, okay, okay, Joe, you're going to Hawaii. You're going to be talking to people there. There's, you know, hundreds, thousands of people maybe that have died. Um, what do you think you're going to talk about, Joe, when, when you're addressing the people? Oh, I'm going to tell the story of when, uh, you know, my home was almost struck by lightning and uh, almost lost my Corvette. Like, does any, does, do they run this by anybody? Like, this I, is insane. That's, there's no way somebody wrote that out. Like it had to be like he's like, no, I, I I'm gonna wing it. I got this. I'm gonna speak from the heart. What could go wrong? <laughs> like everything, everything. I, there was a sign I saw in Maui, and uh, I don't think I, I don't think I saved it for the meme for it. It was a sign on like a you know a, a Hawaiian business that said mm. uh, thoughts and prayers for your Corvette Joe Maui strong. <laughs> so the people have not taken it well, and yeah. you know I, I, I there's a story, and I'm not going to share it on here because it's it was. It's like something I read about a, a child in Maui that died, and I'm not going to describe it because it's going to burn a, a hole in everyone's soul that hears it. And so I'm not. I think I've heard. That. I think I've heard the same one, but yeah, uh, it's the one I'm thinking of. It's it's truly terrible. Um, so I'm not going to share it. But you read these stories and you think about this fucking doddering, imbecilic asshole saying shit like that. And if I was if I had even lost my home, I would uh, be finding out where the nearest grassy knoll in Hawaii was to take him out, you know, and let alone a child. So, yeah, it's it's despicable. Yeah. I mean, it, it's I, I I don't you know part of me thinks like how can they let the how can they let this guy run for president again? And then the other part of me thinks, well, John Fetterman was elected to the Senate because people on the left will vote for anybody yeah. who has the, the blue sticker next to their name. So the maybe way, they will let him run. On, they might let him run. John with a hat on. Let me pull up Fetterman's new look. You and Fetterman have quite uh quite the similar look going on, my friend. Let me just, let me just bring it up. You and your yeah. mustache. If you put a hat on John Fetterman right now, I think you can pass for him. <laughs> You'd have to I'm put a pair of glasses lie. on you. <laughs> he he looks a lot better with a mustache. Um, yeah, he does. A lot better. He can't look worse. You, I mean, it, well, yeah. getting rid of the goatee is a big step forward. The mustache draws your eyes away from his giant, you know, funky Cro-Magnon brow, and also the fact that he's got glasses on hides it, and it kind of obscures his, you know, his leering um, sloth from Goonies gaze. So a lot of what's going on there, I think, is strategic. To make him look smarter, but then of course he's going to start talking, and uh, and it's all going to fall apart. Although maybe they have like program. Oh, what about this theory? Conspiracy theory time. Conspiracy time. So what if those glasses he wears now are like the Google Glass, and they're projecting on the mm. inside words for him to say, so he doesn't sound retarded. That would be nice if Google Glass actually worked. Like, didn't didn't they like roll that all out and like it didn't work? Or, or yeah. maybe it's nobody were, liked well, it. Everybody hated nobody it wanted so much. to have a bunch of like a words right on their freaking eyeballs walking. Well, around. that and like people hated that you just had people wearing glasses like recording everything around them at all times. I think people started getting beat up for wearing them in public. Like people would just grab them and smash them on the ground. That's, uh, <laughs> that's maybe not a watch. libertarian response, it's, or maybe it is not. a libertarian response. It's not. Well, it's, is it a violation of? I mean, it's a violation of your privacy, maybe your security, yeah. even. You know, possibly, possibly. Yeah. Um, speaking of mustaches, since we'll, we'll stick with that theme for now, 
Here's two gentlemen with a mustache. Leaders who have <laughs> their political opponents arrested. You have uh, Stalin. You have Hitler. And then two without mustaches. You have Mao and Joe Biden on the bottom. Mm-hmm. The young Joe Biden, who looks nothing like the current day Joe Biden. Yeah. But well, they should uh, have included Obama in there. I mean, uh, uh, is is Edward Snowden and uh, and is not Assange a opponent, a political opponent of Barack Obama, whether they were intended to be or not? I say yes. Maybe, maybe so. They had to flee one, the country. That, one that 100 percent should be included is Abraham Lincoln, because he had people yes. arrested who opposed him um, during his time frame. Yep. And it wasn't it wasn't like Abraham Lincoln was saying, I want to get rid of slavery. That's not what the opposition was. No. It was, yeah, it, it was it was against the invasion, which at first had nothing to do with uh with slavery. Yeah, it's all about maintaining anyway. central power. Yep. All right. So my next one, I'll share this. This is uh pretty funny. Uh, Bidenomics, you know, is what Joe Biden keeps talking about, uh, which, of course, is pure spun nonsense. And it's got Bidenomics. It's got a nice couple pointing at a bunch of tents under a freeway on ramp. And it says newlyweds in San Francisco looking for nice one bedroom, zero bath starter tent. (laughs) Now, I'm guessing I'm guessing this is taken from the B, but I don't know. I'll give Sally Mayweather uh, Salva Agarist credit. Sally Mayweather. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I, I I can't wait for the uh, HDTV like tent makeovers where it's like, oh yeah, hey, okay, we found you a nice one bedroom, zero bathroom tent for just two hundred thousand dollars. Now let's turn this into a fixer upper. It'll be like the MTV Cribs, except it's just uh, tents. Actually, now with the with the actor strike, there's probably a lot of actors that are just living in tents right now or RVs. Who's that actor? That I hate um, who, most actors. Um, most when, actors. Oh God, what what is his name? They had the when they the strike was first beginning, and they had picket lines, and he showed up to it wearing Mark Ruffalo. He showed up I to knew it wearing it was like be old, Mark Ruffalo. I was literally going to guess Mark Ruffalo because he's such an old tattered clothes to the. Uh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Looking, trying to look poor for a protest. They're probably Balenciaga's like pre-torn child molesting $4,000 jeans and hoodies. That's my guess. That's what it's, that's that's how it's advertised on their, uh, on their website. (laughs) All right. Last one here. We haven't talked about the debate yet. So maybe we can do a quick debate um, talk after I show this, uh, this little video here of, uh, the fattest man in New Jersey who got the fat reduction surgery and it didn't work. Chris Christie. <laughs> he powered through. Of a guy who sounds like chat GPT. Standing oh, you stole that from a funny meme you read on 4chan. You f- this is uh, this is Crowder. Um, Stephen mm-hmm. Crowder chiming in with his uh, his crew. That son of a- the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here? Obama was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur. This is their favorite uh, accusation, by the way. <laughs> say the word bully, Chris, you big girl. I never think that Chris Chris. They say he's t- he's a tough talker. No, he comes across as incredibly he, feminine to me. Yes, he's a whiny. He's catty. He was picked on as fat as a kid, and he still has that mentality. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with this. I think Chris Chris Christie just comes across as a whiny little bitch, a whiny yeah, little New Jersey bitch who's been fat his whole life, didn't have a lot of friends growing up, 
And now he, you know, he made his way up to governor. So he thinks he's a big tough guy. He's not, he's a, he's a whiny little bitch. Yep. I would concur completely. He is, uh, I think the opinion, like he, I think you nailed it. One of the perfect examples of who ends up getting in pl- positions of political power is uh, the nerds and the desperados who simply want to wield that power to get friends. Mm-hmm. Now then, uh, my last one, and then we can talk a little bit. I didn't watch the debate, by the way. I didn't have time. We were no, doing the none boring of it. Podcast. You haven't even seen any clips? No clips? I saw, a cu- I saw a couple clips, but uh, of mostly of Ramaswamy and a Nikki Haley, who, of course, uh, is the biggest piece of shit on stage, arguably. But You've seen, I you've seen the-, the whole debate then. If you've seen those two talk, that was basically that all that mattered. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, okay, last one. I love this because... Uh, well, number one, it's kind of a, a hot little Joker cosplayer doing it. But all right. So this is from uh, Jim Handyman on Instagram, friend of the show and a fan. Um, not sure who created it initially, but it's a picture of a sexy little cosplay girl in the Joker outfit, putting her fingers to her head like a gun. And it says there's a psychological war in which the majority of one side doesn't even know they're at war. Ridicule those who do do, do as a conspiracy theorist while being blindly obedient to the enemy. And mm. I thought, yes, that, that perfectly encapsulates where we are as a society today with COVID, with the war state, with the culture war, with all these trans yeah. issues that people are throwing out. All this shit is, is perfectly encapsulated with how people throw away, uh, throw out conspiracy theory accusations, are willfully blind to what's obvious to the rest of us and how the power players act. The, the interests that are at play here and how blatantly obvious power is being wielded and yet they want to they want to tell you that you're crazy and there's even the the literal war that's happening between ukraine and russia which they are fully in favor of funding which is leading to the deaths of many 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 young ukrainian um, yep. men and some women and some children um so yeah and they, and they think they're doing god's work they think they're just just supporting the 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 winning side and the good guys and and you know nothing could go wrong but yeah, that's a that's a good meme there. It is so yeah. So, so you watch the debate, as I said. I watch the highlights uh, for for what it's worth. But yeah, I mean, uh, Vivek or not Vivek? Yeah, how do you say his name? It's uh, he Vivek. said it's uh, Vivek. Yeah, Vivek. Vivek like Trebek. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, Vivek. I'll take the um, penis mightier Trebek. It's like that. I'll take the penis mightier Vivek. So so he he had most of the big moments and mostly everyone was attacking him because Mm -hmm. he was attacking everyone on the stage. He called everyone else bought and paid for, which they are. Um, Not to say that he might not be too, I don't know. I don't know enough about his background, but for sure, everyone else on the stage is bought and paid for. And uh, he called out the climate change change agenda as being a hoax. Mm -hmm. The only one to do that. And uh, there were some people on Twitter who said that, well, five months ago, he said this and that about the climate is changing. And yeah, he said the climate is changing. He's calling out the freaking agenda as Mm -hmm. as being as being a hoax. So um, I I think, you know, and I didn't see it like from start to finish. I mostly saw the first half hour, then a bunch of clips. But from what I saw, it looked like uh, like he definitely won. It looked like Pence embarrassed himself. it looked like uh, DeSantis just kind of he looked was like happy to not, yeah, just happy to not be he, that he wasn't the one being attacked. I think, yeah, which he shouldn't and, be because it means that it means that he's not a threat anymore. 
Um, yeah. And, and from what from the clips I saw of DeSantis, he just seemed weak, man. Like there was one clip of who would you know about Ukraine and Vivek, you know, like who would who would stop the Ukraine or who'd rein it in? Vivek's like me. Fuck it. No more funding mm-hmm. whatsoever. And and DeSantis is like like nerdily rated like tepid wuss ass actions yeah um yeah and DeSantis doesn't he doesn't have like a Ukraine policy like he's been like eh, I want to stop the funding maybe I, I don't yeah. know like yeah, it's wishy-washy he's, yeah he's 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 backed by neocons um and yeah. I, I and like Ron super, DeSantis I like how he's real like yeah. thumper humper just like Nikki Haley is you know oh, didn't Nikki Haley say like we need Israel it's like fuck no we don't yeah, I, I did, I did like how uh, how Vivek responded to Nikki Haley at one point, like, "Oh, yo, so you're aiming for a job at uh, at Halliburton, right. are you?" <laughs> yeah, Raytheon and <laughs> Raytheon or Halliburton. <laughs> well, I had he's, tweeted he's, out. He's so he's so quick with that, and he is kind of a dickhead. So yeah. he, no, he's a dickhead. Um, but that's why that's tell. why he's got that Trump energy, though. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's going to be Trump's VP. It lines up perfectly. Trump would be smart to take him. He's not a threat to Trump this cycle. It would set the GOP up to have somebody to run after the next four years that's young and dynamic and can get people behind him. It's the smart move. But well, let me ask you this. Like, yeah, go ahead. Brian, since you are the LP communications director, but not speaking in that capacity, just speaking as Brian on the street um, or Brian of Lions of Liberty. What about Vivek as the LP candidate? Is that a possibility? I at this point, I don't think so. You know, it's oddly enough, Angela had had discussed this casually, like, okay, what happens if somebody comes over? If an RFK who's not, by the way, um, Mm. RFK or a Vivek comes over, Vivek. I could see a possibility, but by the time he would say, I'm going to run for libertarian, we're probably already going to have selected our candidate. Like there's no, there's no reason for him to jump out of the race and stop trying to be president or get VP and switch to the LP. At this point, all the incentives are for him to stay where he's at. And in mm-hmm. truth, as I, I tweeted this out and you, and we were talking about, it, I think the LP probably would prefer if he's, if he has a legit shot of being VP, I would actually prefer him to be VP because if he's open to libertarian concepts, he came to Porkfest, he calls himself libertarian. He's not, let's be definitive. He's not a libertarian. He has many libertarian tendencies and leanings, which are great, but he's not a died in the wool libertarian, but he's a guy we can work with. He's a guy that's open and thinks like we do in a lot of ways. That's far more important than him running some campaign that really has no chance of success and having somebody in a seat of power that we can actually work with and leverage with and that the LP may actually have. Think about that. The LP may be having somebody in the fucking White House who we can actually talk to for once. Yeah. Holy shit. So let's all let's all stop, you know, raining hellfire on Vivek for any misstep and think about the fucking long game here. Yeah, that's what pissed me off about, you know, these libertarians who are like, well, every Republican on that stage is a statist and they're a piece of crap and they're not libertarians. Um, most of them, yes. But I mean, yeah, you, you got to take like so- someone like Vivek who or someone like DeSantis to a lesser degree. DeSantis, who was great on COVID. Um, Vivek, who is great. You know, he's against the Ukraine war. Um, decent on COVID. Um <clears throat> the Mexican drug, the drone bombing, the Mexican cartels not, is a is a major problem. We all agree. <laughs> not so good on that, but very, very Nothing. good about tearing down the administrative state yep. and all yep. of the uh, you know all of the agencies, regulatory agencies, and, and um, the deep state yeah. agencies. Yep. 
you, you got to be able to separate, you know, the differences between those people. If you can't, if you can't do that, you're a lunatic. Like exactly. if you're putting all those people in the same boat, you're, you're a crazy person. Yeah, exactly, dude. And that's what, you know, like so much of the, the pushback, cause I tweeted out something about Vivek, you know, being, um, standing apart because of the Ukraine and, and other reasons. And people were pushing back. He said on different aspects of him personally. And it's like, you're, you're nitpicking somebody that is so far and away better than anybody else up there mm-hmm. or what, why, why to make yourself to jerk off. It's that's all you're doing. That's yeah. you're just masturbating. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with RFK that they do with RFK. Yeah. Well, you know, he's, he said, he said years ago, this thing about the Koch brothers that um, about climate change, well, a lot of shit has happened yeah, between now and then. <laughs> the guy, the guy, the guy has had a little bit of, of an awakening. Let's listen to what he's saying right now. Listen to right. what he's saying today. Let's judge that for today. People yeah. do change. Things do happen. There are crazy government lockdown pandemics that change people's uh, worldview. But hopefully, anyway. not any new ones. Hopefully, not any new God. fucking mess. But I think I honestly, <laughs> I believe that we're at the point now the resolve for people to say, and even in liberal sectors to say, fuck off. We're not doing mask mandates. We're not doing it for kids. We're not doing it for vaccines. I think that sentiment is in 80% of the population by now. I don't think we're going to have another lockdown. And if they do try it, I think you're going to see, if not violent reactions, you're going to see mass protests and people just simply not complying. I know I'm not, as I said before, I'm not complying. I don't give a shit. I don't care if my if I'm supposed to wear a mask to school. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to wear a mask in a single fucking business. I don't give a shit if it's a private or public business. I'm never doing. It. I'm not doing it. Again. And I think most people are in that camp. And it's just up to people if they try to do it to be strong, stick to your convictions, and do not wear the mask because other people will take strength from you going out there and tell and showing them that this is nonsense. Well, I, I, I'm I'm not as optimistic as you. I think if it did happen, it would it would be hyper you know, hyper uh, division between Republicans and Democrats, highly politicized, like masking was in the first place, but even more so. And I think you would see like if some company, like say Home Depot comes out just to make something up, says we're going to require masking. I think you would see Republicans be like, hell no, just going without masking. And you would see Democrats come in and be protesting in front wearing their masks. Oddly enough, Um, Home Depot was the one place I could go without a mask. Even during the height of it, it was like contracts with people. Like I walked in with the mask on one time and I was like, fuck this. And everybody, I look yeah. around, and there's like half the people mask, half not mask, probably the Democrats, but like all these people, yeah. like, whatever, man, fuck this shit. We're, yeah, the we're building crap. so we're high in there. I mean, exactly. Come on, basically it's like, oh, the doors are open. Yeah. It was, everybody just walked in without masks. I know you should. I don't know. But what, what Scott Adams says, and I, I kind of agree with him to a certain extent, like, if they do bring back, like if they try to bring back like actual lockdowns and mandatory masking on airlines, if they bring it back in airlines, don't fly. Cancel no. your flights. Don't fly. Yep. I mean, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Fuck them. I mean, yeah, they, they can just, they can just not make any money. That's hellish. Um, if, if one company or a bunch of companies start implementing it, don't shop there. Don't go there. <laughs> yep. Protest them. No money. And just give them the Bud Light treatment. I, I think that's, that's the response that you have to do. Yeah. That is, I think, now people knowing the power of that to target companies. Now, the companies will say, well, it's, it's because the state's demanding it. But as you said, if they do it proactively, then yeah, mm-hmm. Bud Light the shit out of them. How amazing. Yeah. I mean, we had to wrap this show up. But the Bud Light thing, just, I mean, it's amazing. 
it just keeps going. I still can't believe their CEO has been fired, but they're never they're not coming back for a generation. Well, uh, they I, might I they might have generation. to sell back sell back. The only way out they have, I brands. think, is to sell back to the original family, and then yeah. they could be just a fresh start. Yeah, I think that would be the smartest thing they could do. I don't know if they'll do it, mm-hmm. but anyway, right, good we'll memeing, man. Good memeing. Yeah. Good memeing. Subscribe. YouTube channel, subscribe. Follow us on Rumble. We're building that uh, network up there, so jump on over there. Yeah, we had massive uh, views on the last one, by the way. Hurricane Hillary was our biggest show on Rumble. Nice. Yeah, really blew up. Uh, also, guys, reminder, in two weeks... On September uh, 9th, Robbie the Burn, Robbie the Fire Bernstein and I are Robbie doing the a Bernstein show. Fire. Robbie the Bernstein Fire. Robbie the Fire Bernstein and I are doing a comedy show out here in Los Angeles at my house, uh, the Porch Tour. So make sure to swing on out for that. I will uh, pop the link in the show notes. And uh, it's a good old time. Drink in the backyard, listen to Robbie and I do some comedy and a live podcast. It's a great time. And then we'll go to the bar after and drink some more. So that's it. Later. See you.